Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Francisco L. Borges and the Melville Charitable Trust. We always like the idea of a holiday show, like those Andy Williams specials of yore, you know, where people are just sort of there and there's some talking and sharing and maybe somebody shows up as a surprise guest and some of the songs might have something to do with the holidays, some of the songs might not. And so when I say we in this context, I mean three of us who've known each other for a very, very long time. Al Anderson, the legendary country music writer, preceded by legendary performer with NRBQ, and Jim Chapdelaine, who everybody knows at this point. I mean, everybody would know Jim even if he weren't on our show because everybody knows Jim Chapdelaine. So relax. We just want to keep you company on the holidays, and I hope we succeed. All right. I am being told is, to the best of my information, this is the 10th annual, I don't know, Colin McEnroe show, Jim Chapdelaine, Big Al Anderson holiday special. I don't think we ever really had an exact name for it. That would imply a level of organization and planning that we have never committed to. Obviously, because of the pandemic, it became harder and harder for us to do things in person. And then we just drifted away from one another, literally, physically. Al, uh, you are not here in Connecticut, which raises the question, where are you? I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Ooh, lucky you. Uh, Well, it's good to hear your voice. It's a very big part of the holidays that the three of us get together, maybe with some of our other friends and some musicians, and we talk a little bit, and we we play some music, and we're going to play a brand new song for you in just a second. Although I'd like to say briefly what my Christmas wish is right now. And my Christmas wish is that everybody who can hear my voice right now would send dried mangoes to Jim Chapdelaine. And if you need his home address, I'm not going to give it out on the air, but I, you know, just contact me and I'll, I'll give it to you just because I think it's a nice thing to do. Like I left some dried mangoes inside your door, what, a couple of weeks ago, and I have some more for you. And I think they were received well, right? It was received. Pack. And I assume they were consumed. I bought another pack of mango. You bought some mangoes on your own? Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, my Christmas going. wish is that you should never have to buy mangoes. You know, that the mango is that, just... Is that for everyone? Is that an everyone Christmas No, it's wish? a special thing for you. I mean, you know... Oh, right. well, yeah. well, I'll then take you'll, all the mangoes. You'll be right. like the lord of all mangoes. You'll corner the market on mangoes. You'll have, you know... You'll be kind of a job of the hut thing that you eventually get into where you just have all the mangoes. And I think you just, you just named my, my next band, Mango. <laughs> I think all the mangoes is good. You can leave money at my door. That's fine. All right. Yes. So uh, unmarked currency at Al's door in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Brown bag. Yeah. And I don't want anything. I'm... I'm taking a vow of poverty. What we're going to do now is we're going to play a brand new, well, it's not a brand new song. It's sort of a brand new song the way there was a brand new Beatles song recently, in the sense that (laughs) this is not exactly a new song. And maybe, Al, you could just tell us a little bit about the song, when you wrote it, and anything else you would care to say about it. Okay, right on time. I wrote it with Sharon Vaughn, a great writer. She wrote a lot of songs with me, and it's, it's one of my favorite songs. Because it's a, it's about alcohol, or it's about anything. <laughs> it's about alcohol, or it's about anything. Is just yeah, a, a, it's a, both. That's it's a, both. Anything you, you're addicted to. Yeah, no, it, that's a perfect logline. You know, like mangoes. Yeah, mangoes. It could be about mangoes if you have a mango problem. Yeah. And I believe also yeah. it's being considered for the new Amtrak theme song as well. Right on time. <laughs> All right, Jim, you should say some things about it because it is sort of a a found Beatles thing in the sense that some new production has been added to the original. So, Jim, tell us uh, what has happened. I love this song. I've always loved this song. It's beautiful. The only thing that happened was there's a few little things added. I added an acoustic guitar part and an oboe solo, and Paul played bass. (laughs) uh, What? Well, I was going to talk to you afterwards. Right. 
I guess we could talk about it now. Right. It was either oboe or a triangle solo, and that seemed inappropriate. Yeah, you know, you know? I, my feeling is as you've been transitioning from guitar player to oboist, that a whole new part of your soul is opening up through the oboe. It's a journey. Yeah. It's a it's a, a double reeded journey. <laughs> <laughs> or it may be opening up through the elbow. It's not clear. All, All right. right. Let's, before no. we dig ourselves in bigger holes here, we're right on time. It's not my nature to be patient. I jump every river I cross Not one for following sensible signs I can't count the times I've been lost Well, you can't see where you're going In a pouring rain When you're Running into walls Feeling no pain We all owe dues to the devil And I paid mine Took a while to get here But I'm right on time That's right on time. It was written a few years ago by Big Al Anderson, who's with us uh, today as part of our annual holiday show. Jim Chaplin did some post-production. I, know the, I feel like the oboe is barely audible on it. Well, I like to keep it subtle. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to overstate the, right. uh, the oboe. Right. And I wasn't sure how Al was going to feel about it. Yeah. I think you could even maybe even change your stage name to Jimmy O. You know, kind of like Kenny G. 
Maybe Jimmy Mango. <laughs> Jimmy Mango. All right. So uh, we hope you're all having, having a nice Christmas. We're trying to you know, have the show on the air, either when you're doing your last-minute preparations or maybe it's going to be Christmas Day when you're listening to it. We're just trying to keep you company because we know your nerves are frayed. Although, and I may have discussed this on previous holiday shows with both of you gentlemen, but you know, I was leading a movement for a while that Christmas should be only once every four years, like the Olympics. You know, because you kind of look forward to the Olympics. You don't sit there going, oh, no, the, I, don't, I can't believe it's almost the Olympics. I'm screwed. It's almost the Olympics. But that's kind of what Christmas has turned into. Although this year I'm feeling like maybe we need a little Christmas. So let's let's talk a little bit about how you guys are feeling. So, Al. This is the first time I've, I've been home for it. I'll, always going, you know, to Connecticut or something to do shows and stuff. So this is really great. Got the, my, my dog and my, my wife and me and... And we're home. Right. Your wife may be a little concerned that you mentioned the dog first. <laughs> You're getting me in trouble yeah, already. That's right. That could be yes. our little secret. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah. Jim, how, how about you? How are you? How Christmassy are you feeling right now? Uh, what's the scale? One to 10? Yeah, I think we'll go one to 10. Well, she's probably one to 12 because it's Christmas. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I might be on like day five or six right yeah. now. So either golden yeah. rings or whatever the six. Nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. Can, oh, five, I, five golden rings. Can I mention another thing connected to that? Like I didn't really, I'm not really six geese something or I don't know what. Is it six geese laying? I'm going to take a wild guess. But this is another thing. Now you guys are musicians, so this may not apply to you. But I've been convinced over the years, after a lot of Christmas sing-alongs that I've been part of, that obviously nobody knows the words to any songs. We could kind of start there. But people do sort of know the words to some songs. But I think that two songs nobody knows the words to are Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree and Jingle Bell Rock. They can say like sing the first line and they're they're kind of done. Jim, you were about to jump in there, I could tell. Well, I, I'm going to say I just played that with the – with the Christine, great Christine Oldman, yep. And um, it seemed like people knew it. Really? She certainly knew the lyrics, yeah. Yeah. But like but rocking it, around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop, I don't know what the next line is after that. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Something that rhymes with hop. <laughs> yes. Drop? Right. Flock? I don't think Brenda Lee knows. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Al, do you know the words to either one of those songs? Uh, if I put the... No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd, I'd like to remind you that you are under oath at this time. I know, I know her. She's a great, great person. Oh, she is, and she's a wonderful singer. And yep. it's not her fault that nobody knows the words to these songs. I just think that they've, you know, I think the problem is people only sing them once a year, you know? So it's not like, you know, it's a song that you would sing a few times over the course of the year. Maybe you would learn the words at some point. That's why it should be the 365 days of Christmas. Because you would have to sing it all year long. Right. And you have to think of some very obscure gifts. Very. Yes. Yeah. To do the other song. You're uh, down to mangoes once again, if we could tie in. That right. I, I think if 13 was probably going to be mangoes. All right. So maybe we need to grab a little break here. You're listening to our holiday show. This is with Al Anderson and Jim Chapdelaine. And we are going to take a little break. We're going to come right back. Keep you company here over the holidays.
lasted up until today. We're still rocking around. And when they look back, trying to figure it out, where we came from and what it's all about. It didn't come from outer space. It came from the south. All right, boys. Support for this podcast comes from Hartford HealthCare. Elevating Health is funded by Hartford HealthCare. Loneliness can be a significant health risk to people of all ages. Dr. Laura Saunders, a psychologist from Hartford HealthCare's Institute of Living, talks about social isolation and why we need to connect in person. Loneliness actually is a pretty significant health risk for people that struggle with social isolation. It affects their blood pressure, it affects their immune system, it affects your willingness to get up and get out and can cause some not just emotional issues, but health problems as well. You're not alone. Dr. Saunders explains how important it is for us to look to others and get out of our comfort zone. I like to talk about social isolation as not just that individual's problem, but it's a community problem or it's a family problem. We need to connect with others. We can take space at times as well, but we need to step out of our comfort zone and do things to connect with other people. It's life-saving. For more information, go to ctpublic.org slash health. Yeah. 
Okay, we're back. That was Never Take the Place of You, which we might have possibly recorded in a previous year. So, Al, I'm trying to remember. Never Take the Place of You, is that an NRBQ song that you wrote? I can't remember where that is in the in the Al Anderson That's, continuum. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's a great song. Yep. Uh, it really is kind of a, a wonderful song. And, I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, who doesn't like that song? There'd have to be something deeply wrong Nobody. with Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Not a single person. And meanwhile, Jim Chapdelaine, who's with us and who played on that recording of that song at that time and is sort of the person who's kind of holding us together musically, is also, are you actually in the kitchen preparing a meal now? Are you doing, are you making uh, something? Hey, how did you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm making my uh, additional roast mango. No, no, I'm not. I can't, I can't ride the mango train. The, the mango and lamb yeah. stew is just not really working. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not. Yes, of course I'm in the kitchen where I belong. Yeah. And, you know, and you, but uh, you are whipping up some delicious uh, delicacies for the holidays. I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the kitchen because I come in here to smash the patriarchy. Yeah. Well, I was going to say and I, defy stereotypes. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't picture. I sort of was assuming maybe Janine was the cook in the house, but maybe you are. Or was I right the first time? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm the sound effects person. <laughs> you're, the sound, you're the cooking sound effects person. That's yeah, yeah. good because, you know, that means that Janine can kind of mime cooking, you know. and Real and, cooking is not in my province. All right. So I am actually the cook in my house, but I'm not cooking right now. So we're, we're visiting. We're doing a little kind of holiday visiting thing. We are also trying to remember the lyrics of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree and or Jingle Bell Rock. They may have the same lyrics. We're not 100% sure. Speaking of food, here's my proposal. You know, at Christmas time, like, a lot of things become peppermint, you know, or have a pe- – for example, at Trader Joe's, where I buy mangoes for you, Jim, they, they put out what are essentially Oreos, but they are peppermint-flavored right. Oreos. Yeah. And I – First of all, could we could we agree that this is a superior seasonal flavor shift to pumpkin spice? I was just going to bring up the pumpkin thing. I don't yeah. I don't know. I mean, what do you mean you don't know? You know I, I tried a peppermint roast a few years ago, and it just didn't go good. <laughs> well, yeah, you've got to pick your spots with the peppermint. Peppermint uh, pork chops? No, no, good. no. no. You know. I think it's a kind of the peppermint chocolate juxtaposition is really good though. Like sure. The, Sure. There, there's somebody in my house, not me, who buys a lot of Giardelli, those little thin chocolate oh, right. squares, and they have the at this time of year, they have the peppermint chocolate ones, and they're very good. Well, you can't stop with them once you start. Right, and, but the, there's, there's no stopping. But I, you know, other than uh, Tracy Wu Fastenberg, I we have never located another person who looks forward to pumpkin spice. Al, do you like it when things are peppermint flavored? Depends on what it is. Not pork chops. I think we just ruled those out. Yeah. I uh, I can't think of any. <laughs> I just I just can't. Your Honor, I'd like to have Mr. Anderson. I'm not supposed to. I'm not, I'm not supposed to be yeah. able to know this. Right. right. It's, there's no reason anybody needs to have a barrel full of peppermint options roll off their tongue. 
Right. No, there's no peppermint options in general, I think, are, you know, I mean, they're even regulated by the SEC at this point. I would suggest, though, yeah. for all of society, that there be a bridge flavor to get you from peppermint to pumpkin. Yeah. I don't know that there is. Well, maybe something that tastes like a bridge, you know, kind of a rusty mm, bridge flavor, rusty, cementy taste. Yeah, th- that's a possibility. You uh, put your bridge in my peanut butter. <laughs> Bang. And there it's born. All right. Let's do a, a Jim Chapdelaine song. This is actually, I actually think that there are very, I'm going to be, I'm somewhat serious in what I'm saying here right now. I think there are very few songs that are universal. You know, there are like probably a couple of John Lennon songs and I don't know what else, but I actually think anybody can identify with this song. I think that you have tapped into kind of a, a universal sense of that, you know, things are both all right and not all right. But you as the creator of the song, you may have some things you'd like to say about it. I was trying to cre- tap into a universal sense in which things are all right. Two things can be true. <laughs> yes. I don't know. No, I, it was just a song, you know. I like it, though. I, I think, like this song. I actually think it's, I think you're selling it short. I think it's more profound than that. I think anybody who's been through not being all right can identify with it heavily. But I don't want to, you know. I mean, it's Christmas. No, I, I want you to influence people uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in my favor. Right. I if you like this song, if you like this song, we're going to need four packages of mangoes from you. We got the one eight hundred numbers at the bottom of the screen. You just call in. One of our love angels will take your information. You can send us the mangoes. All right, here we go with Jim Chapdelaine on lead vocals. One, it's all right. One.
That's It's All Right. It's a Jim Chaplin composition with him on lead vocals. Uh, we have been informed by the producer that verse four of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree goes, Awaken, and by doing so, enter a state of bliss, our highest possible fulfillment, and the cessation of our causing <laughs> of suffering in others and of defilements of the mind. That is, <laughs> that's, hurt, that's hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is verse four of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. No wonder it's slightly difficult to yeah, memorize. Yeah, it's very difficult. That's di- why you see musicians on stage with those iPads when it comes to <laughs> verse four. <laughs> yeah. I bet, you know, eventually concerts will just be musicians holding iPads, and I don't think we're that far right. away from that either. Or maybe just iPads. Yeah, you know, iPads it could be iPads holding oboes. Just a whole race of iPads with little arms holding their robots. The entire holiday has gotten very uh, silly so far. Yeah. And, and I don't know that everybody's going to approve, uh, approve of this silliness, but I hope they do. Right. Or they can just, you know, there are other radio programs. I yeah, mean, I hate to make that point, but, you know. They, they could go fry mangoes. <laughs> they could do that, too. All right. So we're going to do, uh, I'm, we're, I'm not going to do anything, but we, you are going to do, everybody's going to do, every time I fall in love. Before you do, yes. you should make note that Lauren Entress is playing drums oh. and Paul Kahansky is playing bass. Right. The other left-handed bass player besides Paul. Who's I mean, the other Paul. The other, they're, both in, they're both Paul. I thought They're both Paul. Only one is left-handed. Oh, Paul McCartney is left-handed and Paul Klansky isn't? Right. Although no. I will say that both Al and myself are left-handed. Maybe that's where I got this we, idea. And we play right-handed. Yeah. Be, because it's cheaper to buy right-handed guitars. Well, I always wondered I about think. that because legend has it that what Paul McCartney did as a lad in Liverpool was to just have somebody or maybe he himself just restrung the guitar kind of backwards. But would, would that not work? No, it would work. Like Jimi Hendrix just flipped it over. Yeah. Al, did you always yes. play left-handed? I mean, right-handed. Yes. Yeah. But so, I, like, I, did it ever? Did you ever feel like you should turn it around? No, not really. Me either. Yeah. It just seemed normal. It's, it's, it's way too late for that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's hard enough to play it normally now. Yeah. So we are all uh, three of us left-handed. I don't think we've completely uh, I ever grasped that. Either that or I knew it about a year ago and I've forgotten it. Those are the other two possibilities. So I want to just make sure we play, a, if not my favorite Al Anderson song, certainly one of my favorites. And Al, I was a big fan, as you know, of the song uh, of the show Nashville, which brought together a lot of great country music writers to use their music to kind of go with the, the drama unfolding on stage and give the people who are performing, pretending to be country musicians, something to play and sing. So this is a song called Every Time I Fall in Love. So, Al, did you want to say anything about this? I love this song, too. And Harry Connick Jr. did it. And it's a it's a girl song. <laughs> but he loved it so much, he did it anyway. He's he comfortable. Job on it. Yeah, he's comfortable with his masculinity. He's comfortable yeah. enough with his masculinity. He can do a girl song. He doesn't feel threatened by that. That's- <laughs> That's right. He's not like some guy who goes, well, I'm, I'll go in the kitchen, but I'm only going to make air pudding, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe he grew like a full beard to compensate. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But it's a great song. Yeah. I don't I don't see it being a gender song. I think anybody could sing it. Right. But, yeah, Harry took just all kinds of steroids and stuff just to get ready. This, he's really good. Yeah, he really is good. All right. Here's This is a very, very lovely song from Nashville. It's called Every Time I Fall in Love. Tell myself 
So we're back. We're here at the Connecticut Public Radio Ski Lodge way up in the mountains here. We're having a beautiful Christmas party here with Al Anderson and, and the minibars, Jim and Paul and Lauren. But, Jim, I think I see somebody out on the sidewalk. you see somebody out there? I do. I, I can't uh, tell. It's, just, it's got, like, a big red hat on. Adorned. Yes, yeah, festively that? adorned. Oh, well, let's see who it is. Well, I, think oh. it's, I think it's this Connecticut State Troubadour. It's Nikita Waller. Hey, Nikita. Ooh, Everybody hey. say hi to Nikita. She's just walking happy through holidays. the door. Hey, happy holidays. <laughs> Nikita, you, you want to do a holiday song for us? Sure. Okay. Like in the Kia G? No, that's not the song we're doing. See? Okay. You should have come to rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. Nikita Waller. Time to say some thank yous. Gina Matruda has often stepped in with some expert engineering of this show. Kat Pastor is our technical producer today in most days. Jonathan McPants is the person who makes this whole thing happen. Are you still whisking in there every once in a while? You jingle something. <laughs> what is? Do you have like little sort of keys rattling or something? I'm making a sauce. You're making a sauce. Okay. Uh, I'm making my famous. Air sauce with wind pudding. Yeah. Do you make the air sauce in an air fryer? Can't be done. Yeah. Can't I don't done. understand air fr- I don't know what an air fryer is. Like I don't, a, know, I don't either. I am a cook, so, and I don't know what an air fryer is. I know that 
fried air it just almost never fills you up. You have some fried air, and about 30 minutes later, you're hungry. But I don't know what an air fryer is or what it does. And I'm okay with that. So Jim's assistant, Natalie Frascarelli, we have to thank. And we have to thank the self-same sauce-making Jim Chapdelaine for recording and mixing many of the songs that we're using in this show. So is there anything we would like to say about this song, All You Ever Do Is Bring Me Down, other than hopefully it is not directed at any of us? I wrote it with Raul Malo from the Mavericks, and it's just a fun song. You can't even talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's ridiculous and the, and the biggest the biggest hit I ever had. <laughs> well, listen, listen, uh, listen to this uh, ridiculous big hit. All One, you ever do two. is bring me down. I can't sleep a wink anymore. Ever since you first walked out the door. I just started drinking to forget But I don't think the worst has happened yet All you ever do is bring me down Making me fool all over town They all
So Jim Chapdelaine's air pudding or whatever it is that he's making is coming to a critical point where he is going to have to devote his full attentions to what, what is going to go on in the kitchen. I have to add the wind pretty yeah. soon. You got to add the wind. I would put on a second apron too if I were you. Just I, I think things – I feel things kind of getting out of control. It's pretty breezy in the kitchen when I make this. <laughs> You're supposed to wear clothes underneath the apron. I don't know if that was ever explained sure. to you. Oh. So – but it's been so great visiting with Big Al Anderson and with Jim Chaplin. Al, it's just great to hear your voice. I'm very happy and kind of envious that you're – I would imagine Santa Fe, New Mexico is a very beautiful place almost every day, but especially at Christmas. What's it look like at Christmas time there? It's beautiful. It's beautiful all the time. Yeah. In, in the square, it's beautiful at nighttime. And Santa's sleigh, I think, is pulled by Gila Monsters there, which is – you know, that's a nice change of pace as well. Especially for the people who are taking peyote, which is the national <laughs> sport at Christmas there. Yeah. Christmas huh. morning, they open up the – they open up their presents, but not until they drink the, the fancy cocktail, I think. Right. And then get sick. Yeah. I think peyote makes yeah, you yeah. sick, right? I wouldn't know. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah. Ask the guys from Yes. I bet they know. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've got to end the show. We've got to end it right now before something worse happens. But we are going to – it's kind of traditional now because we're coming to the end of a year. And Al has very generously written a song that helps us understand that it's the end of a year. So have a wonderful holiday from all of us here at the station and from Jim and from Al. And this is Trip Around the Sun.
enjoy my ride on this trip around the sun. Just enjoy my ride.